0: plus. Tune in to conversations with Dr. D. Ivan Young. Good evening, America. Today is May the 25th, 2014, and if I can say time is flying, time is definitely flying. There has been a conversation. Conversation's been going on not for years, not for uh, decades. It's been going on probably since the dawn of time, since uh, Fred Flintstone was chasing Wilma with a club. Women have asked this question. What in the devil does it take for me to make you happy? Now, when we think about that, the question gets rhetorical. It's almost redundant to the degree that we assume men cheat. Well, tonight we're going to talk about men cheating. We're going to debunk some of the myths about infidelity. We're also going to get into the biology of how the human mind works, why your relationships end up crashing and burning before they ever get started, get your pen, get your paper. You will need to know and keep these notes with you for the duration, probably for the rest of your life. What I'm giving you does not apply to a woman that's in her 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Hell, if he's breathing, it applies to him, ladies. I know for a fact, as people come and call me Dr. Young, we need to come see you. Our relationship has a problem, and I will ask, what is that problem? Well, over 70% of the time, the problem is infidelity, typically. And, and don't, please, ladies, do not put your halos on tonight. I'm doing a show on why women cheat, and that show is next week. So if you want to tune in to that, you definitely Uh, As a matter of fact, I'm going to even welcome your input. Go to drdivanyoung.com. That's Uh, d-r-d-i-v-a-n-y-o-u-n-g.com. Click info, or you can just send it to drd at divanyoung.com. And I want to hear your commentaries on that. But tonight, this is all about women, and this is all about the things that women endure getting into a relationship with a man that, well, let's just say could use a little, okay, not a little, a hell of a lot of improvement. Let's debunk the myths first. Myth number one, Uh, men can't help it. They, all men cheat. Ladies, that is the biggest crock of crap. That is not true. Not all men cheat. I'm proof of that. Uh, If I'm in a committed relationship with someone, I am not going to cheat. And I I, I didn't and won't cheat. Why? Why pick someone, willfully exclude yourself from the populace, and screw it up? So there are a lot of good men out there. And if you have one, here's some signs, then believe me, there are many that that man is probably not cheating on you. And I'm going to go into a few of those at the end of the program. But the first myth I want to debunk is not all men cheat. That's not true. Second myth, uh, no matter what you do, he will cheat anyway. Well, hell, if that was true, I would be doing this show tonight. There are things that you can do, and I'm going to inform you of those things going to the latter part of this program so you don't have to um, – Put yourself in a needless, hot mess with somebody and end up getting your feelings body slammed because you picked the wrong guy to give your heart and your soul to. As a matter of fact, it's easy to avoid being cheated on if you take the advice that you're going to get tonight. All right? Uh, what's another myth? Oh, that, men, uh, that cheating is always related to sex. Not true again. However, I will tell you that is a big component, and we're going to start just getting straight into this subject. So the first thing that you need to do, if you have some kids near you, either do one of three things. Get your headphones on, put an earplug in, or tell them to go out and play and watch Barney or... You know, go in their room, because I'm going to talk to you women tonight like you are what you are, and that is a grown, intelligent woman. The terminology that I'm going to use is going to be very blunt. I'm going to use some words that, for those of you that um, probably will find them a bit shocking or a little, uh, let's say it would be the equivalent of drinking your coffee black or uh, drinking your whiskey straight. That's probably why you have an issue with men cheating in the first place. You need to grow your ass up. With that stated, tonight this show is for women. It is centered, and and brothers, I hope you listen, because some of the things that I'm going to say to these women are gonna, is going to help you. As a matter of fact, many of you have a good woman and you're about to lose her because you take her for granted, because you think that you um, I guess, have it going on so much that you can't be replaced. Well, I'm here to tell everybody. everybody can be replaced. Everybody is in disposal and, and disposable, excuse me. And beyond that, if you are in a relationship, if you're dating, are considering getting in a relationship, this is a program that you need to listen to. First thing I want you to think about, have you been cheated on in the last two or three relationships that you've engaged? Just think about that for a minute. Have you been cheated on in the last two or three relationships that you've engaged? If your answer to that question is yes, what do those three maybe even four or five relationships have in common. Didn't take long to figure that out, did it? you that's what they have in common. Obviously, there is something about you that is attracting the wrong person to your life. So let's go and look at how relationships start. You know, if you ever want to correct something, start with creating a good foundation or at least analyzing the foundation that's been created uh, of late, and I uh, had the pleasure of having lunch with a friend, and she was talking to me. She said, Doc, I don't get it. But no matter – it doesn't seem that – here I am. I'm a successful woman. I'm an attractive woman. Why can't I meet a man? I tried the dating sites. I tried eHarmony. I tried Match.com black people meet, whatever, you know, uh, whatever, meet your farmer, you know, Christian mingle, all these sites out here. And I said, well, that sounds great. The sites make available uh, just a potpourri of people. However, does that in any way vent what you need to vent with these folks in terms of what is their character like? Why are they interested in you? What do you have in common? Now, I will say some of these sites, and I'm not going to endorse a site, some of them are uh, much better at filtering people according to common goals and morals and values and beliefs. That is a good thing. However, once you vet these people, once you begin the dialogue, How truthful and sincere is your conversation? Well, ladies, here's where the game begins. When you meet the guy that is just so politically correct, he's so sweet, everything he says is just the right stuff, he doesn't curse in front of you, he didn't ask you for none the first couple of days, and you are smitten with this red flag. (laughs) red flag girl first things first a man needs to articulate why is he interested in you now will most men do that the answer unfortunately is probably not so here's what you do get that pen and paper ask that man what is he attracted to in a woman and begin with physically Unfortunately, you women have us beat. Most men are like shallow hell. We do not have the maturity level, many of us, to pick a person based on their character and based on uh, things like you're a nice girl, you have a great credit score, sure, I mean, I'm a mature man, so when I look at you, I'm looking at everything about you. I'm, you know, you may have the nicest little butt on you, and you may be so pretty that you'll stop a clock. Child, I am looking at what kind of temperament do you have and what's your value system. But I didn't get that way until I became a mature, seasoned man. And here's what you look for. You ask a man, what is it that you find attractive in a woman? That's your first question to a man. What is it that you find attractive? Now, let's say that man says something like, I do not like women that wear wigs or weaves. And you're sitting there with $70 or $80 worth of uh, horse hair on your head. That should be a red flag to you. Let's say this guy says, well, I like uh, women with curves and you know that your butt is as flat as a day-old beard has been sitting out at a fraternity house, you might want to pay attention to that. If that man says something to you that, you know, I want a woman with a little meat on her bones, and you're a petite lady, red flag. In other words, ladies, men are visual. We are also kind of stupid. (laughs) I'm not saying that we're walking around knuckle-dragging like a Neanderthal. That is not the case. But the truth is, we are really that basic. Men are nothing but little boys that shave and have a car. The thing that you want to pay attention to is what it is that we tell you we like. Because if you're not working with it, you're probably going to be out of luck. I mean, just straight off, and I'm going to tell you why. If a man, if women have this attitude in marriage, and I'm being very generic, so don't write me, but I'm just going to say it, women go into a relationship thinking, "I hope he will change. I know he will change. I know I can change him." Not true, ladies. That is not true. I had a woman tell me one day, you know, she said, "Well, what do you like in a woman?" And I said, "Well, I prefer." a woman that is somewhat petite with curves. I mean, I'm not saying that's what everybody likes to each his own, but that's what I would prefer. And this and the woman said, well, I read what you liked about that and the button of curves, and that's not me. Well, hey, old sister, you are wasting your time because if we get together and I date you, what's going to end up happening is there is going to be a lot of frustration on your part and mine when I'm, like, thinking, okay, this is a good homegirl. She's a great friend. ain't going to work. I'm telling you it's not going to work because men naturally gravitate to what they like. So I don't care. You could have bought him a car. You could buy his clothes. If that man tells you, I like an intellectual woman, and you keep splitting verbs, if he tells you that he loves a woman that has great hygiene and you bathe every other day, you're out of luck. Pay attention because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. That has been the biggest contributor to many a woman getting her heart broken, all right? So ask that man the first conversation, what do you like in a woman, okay? What do you like? And be specific and say, what do you like physically, okay? That's the first thing. What do you like physically? Second thing that you want to ask that man is what qualities do you like in a woman? Now, Ed, I know somebody is sitting there going, well, what about me, girlfriend? I'm trying to keep you from getting your feelings hurt. That's another show. This show is for the women that do not want to get hurt. Do not want to get lied to and do not want to go through any more BS from dating some guy, even a guy that's a nice guy, because the guy that you like may like you for one thing but not for another. So when you ask him, what qualities do you like in a woman, ask him to describe those qualities. And if he says, I like a woman that cooks, and you know doggone well, dinner is coming home in a sack when you pull up. It's coming through the drive through out the car, and in there with you, right? That's a red flag. It's never the big straw that breaks the camel's back. If that man tells you, you know, I like a woman that goes to church, and you know that you are not trying to run to nobody's church every Sunday. You know that's just not you. Don't go to church with him pretending that you enjoyed that when you know that you wanted to be home sleep. Tell the truth. Do not betray yourself. It is going to come back to bite you dead in your little barrucci or your big barrucci, whichever applies to you. But ask him specifically, what qualities do you like in a woman? Next thing, ask him to why, the, uh, why does he like what he likes physically and in qualities. So let's break that down into two different things. Now, have you noticed I haven't said a thing about sex? Again, most people, half of them, do not cheat because of sex. Sex is a factor, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But we first are going to just deal with the realities. What? Why do you like these uh, physical qualities? What is it about them? You know, what, is it a fetish? Is it what turns your aunt on? It's so funny. I had a um, client of mine talk to me once upon a time, and she said she was dating this man, and I know some of y'all's little freaky behinds are going to get off to this story. And he loved women's feet. I think that is the weirdest junk on earth, but to each you The man had a foot fetish, and she said that no matter what, she would put on lingerie. He wouldn't be aroused. I mean, no reaction, not even a physical reaction. She could wear tight clothes, sexy clothes. Did not turn him on. Every time she looked up, she caught him looking at people's feet. Now, rest assured, I think his ass needs counseling, just like you probably do. And some of you are going, what is his phone number? I don't know. That's, that's a weird fetish for me, but the, that was his deal. So his physical thing was feet. So when the man does not tell you what he likes, sisters, pay attention to what you see him cueing on, meaning what do you see him looking at when he's watching TV? Things that you can tell when a man is attracted to a woman, he will stop talking, or he will point out, yeah, she looks. And I'm sorry for the men that don't have any etiquette and will blurt out stuff without thinking or having at least the sense to say, you know, you and her both have beautiful hair. <laughs> you know, some guys are just stupid. Charge it to the head and not the heart with some of these brothers. Nobody's taught them any better. But the truth is, pay attention to what he notices. As you start looking at these attributes, if you can acquire them and you want to do so freely, sister, never go to the gym because a man wants you to go. Now, if you know you need to get in there, you can't zip up that those uh, jeans anymore and that blouse looks like it's about to bust from behind or what have you. You, go, you need to go to the gym. If your health is getting bad, if, you know, if your weight just isn't where it should be, okay, go for yourself. But don't do it because a man asks you to do it. You will not be able to do enough lunges and enough squats. If you don't naturally have some curves, attempting to get them by working out, it can happen. I'm not going to tell you doing lunges and squats won't make you have a nice, firm booty. It will do that. However, chances are you will probably end up with some great legs, but your butt is not going to get much bigger. All right? I mean, it can, but it takes time for that. That's, that's another thing. If you know for a fact that you cannot grow your hair long, and this man is telling you how much he likes long hair, sister, quit wasting your time a man that will appreciate you for you. Not doing that is robbing yourself of happiness, I and mean, seriously, it's not. The other thing, these qualities that this man asks about, ask him, why do you want a woman that's neat? Because you may find out this guy is just a bum. <laughs> you know, he's looking for somebody to take care of him. So if you hear a man saying, yeah, I want a professional woman that's independent, so, you, so to take some time and make sure that he has his stuff together because he may be uh, setting you up for the kill. However, if he does have his stuff together, again, that's a very good thing. Now, let's get into the, psych, the psychology of men and cheating and why do people cheat. And now, we're going to go through the first set of reasons. Most of the time, and I, and I said I was going to talk about sex last, so um, I'm going to do this in two different ways. First, I'm going to talk about some sexual stuff, and then I'm going to tell you how you can change your attitude in the bedroom to more than likely gain and keep his attention. When there is a lack, and I'm talking to you people that are dating and that are in a relationship right now. I don't care if you're in the UK or you're in England or in America, this applies to you. When there is a lack of sexual satisfaction in your relationship, that was one of the most common. I looked at numerous studies on infidelity and cheating. That was the most common reason. I mean, the most common. I didn't say it was the majority reason, but it was the most common where you may see these other things I, you know, I wasn't attracted to her physically, uh, the qualities where, you know, she talked too much, didn't talk enough, whatever, but sex did come into the picture. Now, why do people go have an affair hoping to improve their sex life? Well, for whatever reason, sex is just not working. Here's your red flag and something to write down. If you are dating someone that when you met them you had a hands-on sex life and now you're not having sex, red flag, red flag, red flag. Now, does that mean the person is cheating? I'm going to say, hell, yeah, that means they're cheating. Are you crazy? People do not do out the things that they like, man. If you, I mean, think about it. If you like something, you are not going to do with it. I, I was, it was so funny. I was looking at TV, and I saw this Lay's potato chip commercial, and they had Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, and Miss Potato Head is in the closet eating Lay's potato chips. Well, that's exactly how people are. I know that sounds like a crazy example, but it is so true. People, sex does a lot of different things for people, and um, let me give you a couple of them. One thing that sex does is it releases hormones. It releases serotonin. It gives a proliferation of adrenaline. It, um, it There's so many, even if oxytocin is present in a woman, it makes it more, uh, she gets more from it. You know, there, there are all of these different things, but that's just the chemical part of the brain. The physiological gratification is that now this person that you are attracted to is giving you attention. That attention gratifies your ego. So now, cognitively, you are being reinforced that, you know what, I'm attractive. This person just pulled their panties off, you know, got out their clothes for me. So that's another reason why sex is important. The other thing, and this is a big one, and we're going to talk about that when I come back from the break in a minute, but, you know, fetishes will not tell you that they have a fetish. And that, and that sexual conversation is one that you need to have up front. And I'm talking, some people find this is inappropriate. The hell with y'all. I'm going to tell you the truth. It is appropriate. You need to talk about sex on a first date just like you probably might want to discuss what are your plans for the and, – and not saying your plans with me because if you ask somebody that, especially a man, he's going to get up to take off running. But you need to know where people are headed, and you need to know where their head is. So sex is a huge conversation, and we're going to talk about that when we get back from the second part of the show. Now, there, this was crazy. Some people um, actually just having a desire – for multiple partners, and you cannot change that. Seldom will men or women ever admit this because it is not a socially desirable quality that people wish to articulate. Uh, You know, a lot of people, men and women, just can't help it. The way that you can pry that door open, as you ask this simple question and do it in a way, especially after someone maybe, if you're out with someone that drinks, ask them this after they've had like two drinks and they'll slip up and tell you the truth. <laughs> well, I know this sounds crazy, but sisters, I'm giving you some game today. in part of seeing y'all get hurt. Ask the brother, do you think it is natural for people to be monogamous, monogamous meaning dedicated to one partner? tell you they don't think it's natural. They just admitted to you that they are going to cheat on you. If someone tells you that, I don't care how much you like them. You need to get out quickly or accept this is what is going to end up happening, and don't be mad when it does. The other thing is people that want emotional validation, you have to ask yourself, sister, can I? Give this person the validation that they need. You remember, there was a, um, a book that came out, and I, I'm going to really uh, suggest that you pick this book up and, and learn it. I use it in my practice. I, uh, I probably sold hundreds of thousands of copies of this book. I need to be telling these people they need to give me a royalty of some sort. But the five love languages. You know, are people being validated, and if they are being validated, what does it take? And this is another. This is a huge reason why men cheat. You remember I said earlier, men are just like little boys, and they are. They. If you ever look at a little boy and a grown man and their behavior, it, it will make you laugh when you see how much they have in common. <clears throat> but here are the five things that men need and to help avoid cheating. Now, this is going to set us up to go into the second part of the show. When we go to break, you definitely want to call your girlfriends and be like, girl, you need to tune into this. And if you missed the live show, don't trip. Every show that I do is archived, but here they are. The first thing, obviously, is physical touch. But it's not just sex. It's not grabbing a penis, folks. I told you to tell your kid to go out the room. So now your little girl or little boy is mama, what's a penis? Slap yourself. I warned you. But men need to be touched in other ways. <laughs> men don't like it when you walk by and just rub them. They like it when driving and you reach up and just rub the back of their neck. Men, if you're sitting in a movie, Men like it when you lean toward them or you put your hand on their leg or on their chest or in their crotch area. Men love that. Okay? Second thing, quality time. Men love it when you tell your girlfriend, I'm with my man, girl. I got to call you back. You may be texting her at the same time saying, I'll call you when this fool leaves but the truth is, men like to have your attention. If they are playing a video game, ask them, can you play? And don't beat him, because <laughs> you know, some brothers are just really immature. Um, but quality time, focus on him, listen to him. And if he's a decent guy, he's going to give that back to you. Now, Everything I'm telling you right now, sisters, I'm going to give you. You're going to thank me when I get finished giving you this list, but let me finish going down it. Receiving gifts. Men love gifts, but don't give him a gift all of the time. I remember I dated someone, and every time I looked up, this woman was bringing me a shirt, bring me this. And, it, and I'm not trying to sound like a jerk, but don't give men too many gifts. Just, you know, every now and then, Pick up something for the brother. Buy, if it's nothing but some v-neck T-shirts, uh, some boxer shorts. If he likes watches and you can afford it, get him a watch, you know. Um, don't give him some your old boy that some dude left at your house because that will probably get you in some trouble. But get, you know, gifts that have something to do with his life. So if he's a mechanic, give him a new wrench or a new tool. If the guy is an, an engineer or if he's somebody that really is off in the clothes, give him a gift certificate where he shops that way because unlike us, unlike you ladies, we want to pick out our own stuff. Next thing, acts of service. If he is a bachelor like myself, when you go to his house, I'm not saying turn into Hattie MacDaniel and put on a wig you know, and say boss and nothing like that, but straighten up to dude's house. Or if you use this bathroom, do not leave your hair in the bathroom, in the sink. Clean up behind yourself at least. But always make sure that he can tell you've been to the house. And it will make him miss you, by the way. The other thing is words of affirmation. And again, this is kind of like with the gift thing. You don't do it all the time, but do it at the right time especially if he lost at something. Uh, just say something like, I don't care if you lost or not. You did really well. He didn't get a promotion. Well, they should have promoted you. Maybe you should look for another job, but keep that one until you find one. You know, just think of the right thing to say. Even little bitty things like, ooh, you look good. All the stuff you want a man to say to you. Now, here's your checklist, lady before we go to break. As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play a record. record. Does that tell you how damn old I am? (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to play a song by a friend of mine in Atlanta, Georgia named King Malakas called Your Love since we're talking about Your Love. It's going to go down for about three minutes and when we come back, I'm going to give you all the red flags and all the things you can do to stop men from breaking your heart and how to pimp-proof your relationship while stopping your man from cheating on you. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and we'll be right back. I cry, write rhymes to reduce the pain, the fraction of a woman that is my cocaine. I'm sometime, but it's not a drug, it's just the way that I feel when you're giving me love. Drink you in a cell phone cup, everything slow down, but I'm not screwed up. Heal up, we up, bring your back, come rewind, we need to make love, baby, one more time. I pray for the day that you say I do, I lie to my homie when I do need you. It's so smooth. When I first met you, speak game at you King Malachi, at that time wasn't in my right mind Had a nigga my day Whole another name, but you still saw beauty Making up a king, doing my duty Rock movies in due time, the pleasure's all mine I wanna see you draped in jewels Keep your tailored like Amber Rose One day you're gonna see us in that drop-top role I expose a few of my goals, cause you really touched my soul it's just that real She was beautiful and usual and super sexy, but it ended broken hearted faster than it ever started. I still love her to this day if she would only let me. Yes, we were the best of friends. Whatever happened, I am asking you this now to see some out if I could rekindle the passion. But you're it laughing I never took the action All the time to realize That I was just too busy rapping And I am sorry I wish I could say goodbye The only woman in my life Beside my mom that made me cry I broke it off with you Around the time that Oprah died. But every time I think of you It's me that dies the most inside. Oh well, man Guess that's how it goes When you trade in your woman To mess around with these hoes Hacking self is overzealous in your heart it froze But baby, it seems that you love The only one I'll ever know It's just that real the way you're listening to Conversations with Bootsy D. Yvonne Young. That was my boy King Malachi from Atlanta, Georgia. I am telling you, when that album comes out, you need to pick it up. The thing is off the chain. Okay, back to this thing. I was saying that they're love languages, and I've, it's a book by Gary Chapman. I Fully endorse you, read it. It is not the limit of love languages, but it is a cursory introduction to how these things work. Now, here's the tidbit that I was going to give you, sisters. Write this down. Anytime that you touch a man and he pulls away, that's a sign something is wrong, especially if that little freaky rascal used to have his hands all over you especially if he loved having sex with you and all of a sudden you touch him and he pulls away, that is a sign something is wrong. It is nothing that you ignore. You stop the presses right then and say, hey, wait a minute, baby. You know what? When I used to touch you down there, you didn't tense up. When When I got up and stood in front of you and got close to you, You would get hard now. You don't even get an erection. You need to ask him what is going on. Chances are there's some bats in the belfry, and some of you know how they say blind as a bat? Some of these bats can see, and they're looking elsewhere, okay? You need to be worried about that. The other love language thing I said was quality time. When a man does not make time for you and him to do something at least twice a week, the average brother, if he's dating you or if he has an interest in you. Now, now I'm, let me, before I get somebody in a hot box that shouldn't be, if you're talking about a guy that works 50 hours a week and, you know, he's working a blue-collar job, okay. <laughs> it's understandable this guy is tired. But I'm talking about a regular Johnny that works 40 hours a week that has a typical job. That man, if he doesn't spend quality time with you at least twice a week, he doesn't take you to the movies, he doesn't uh, just want to sit up and cuddle, uh, and I don't mean like sitting up under each other like, uh, you know, two intertwined snakes or nothing, but if he just avoids, and, and especially for you people out there that are married or cohabitating, if that man is in a room and you're in the room, and he's spending more time with the PlayStation or are going to kick it with the fellas than you, red flag, it's time for you to say we need to talk. If you notice something, one reoccurring theme in what I'm saying to you is communication and direct conversation. Ladies, it is your damn fault when you let that ball slip. Men are very – even if you're dating an introvert, and I'm going to be talking about personality next month and how – to determine if your personality is click or here's something else you can do. You can go to drdonyoung.com, sign up and do that initial session. Yes, it's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you fifty bucks for the test and two ten for the interpretation in the session. But here's what it's going to do. It's going to let you know your communication style, the blind spots in it, how you're turning people on and off, how you're probably tripping and overreacting, or how you probably are underreacting and dismissing stuff. But you need to know your own type and personality so you can really be aware when you're getting shortchanged in a relationship. Now, here's that other thing, acts of service. When that man appreciates you coming to over this house, you know, single men like me, you know, we're not going to be mad if you clean up after yourself. We're not going to be mad if we go in the kitchen and you left it nice, better than you found it. Or if you do something, you go in our office. And I'm not saying use that as an opportunity to snoop because you're going to be screwing straight the hell up if you do that. But just out of sincerity, helping make him more functional, Acts of service is a big deal with men. And then words of affirmation, you know, encouraging words. You know, I really like the way you opened the door for me. Uh, oh, look, before I go any further, would y'all quit jumping y'all's behinds out the car, not letting a man open the door for you? Please stop that. Yeah, that's. I, I've raised my daughter's. If Girl, you better sit your butt in the car, and, and if he walks away and leaves you in there, when he gets back in, that's going to take you home. But don't ever let a man not open the door for you, because if you start not allowing him to not treat you like a lady and with respect, I guarantee you it's going to just get worse over time. So that's just Dr. Young throwing that out there to you. Now, let's go back to this. When we start looking at relationships and the conversations that need to take place up front, the first part of the show I said, you need to ask this brother, what do you like physically in a woman? Don't ask him, what do you like about me? Men will lie to you. But ask him, what do you like physically? And now I'm not encouraging the use of alcohol. I don't even drink. I don't smoke, and I need to put the word anymore at the end of both of those things, (laughs) but I don't, you know. But for guys that do, ladies, that is really some lubricant for you to get the truth. After that second drink, ask him, so what do you like in a, what's your favorite physical qualities you like in a woman? And if he says, uh, I like a woman that has a big belly and you have a flat stomach, the chances are you're not going to last long. You know, if that man tells you, it's so funny, a friend of mine was telling me that um, she was dating a guy, and he said, you're too small. I need a woman that's like Monique or, you know, somebody with a little size on her. Well, if that's what he likes and you know that you're not willing to gain that extra 45 pounds, I guarantee you the brother is not going to stay with you. Men are really, really physical, and we are very visual. The other thing I mentioned at the first part of the show was qualities. What qualities does a man like? And some of those qualities could be nurturing. Some of those qualities could be uh, you're very spiritual, very prayerful. Now, I'm going to warn you ladies about this. Quit going to church trying to find a man. Church is a spiritual hospital, and when you bring his ass and them seven demons in your home, child, don't don't be writing me. Tell me about Dr. Young. I thought I met a good man. No, I, you met a Negro that needed therapy, and he was at church, and, you know, you were there needing some too, so your dysfunction meets his dysfunction. What do you expect? The other thing is at the beginning of the show I said, ask the why why do you like what you like and that leads us into what i'm going to talk about now this ladies is the most crucial conversation you need to have with a man it's going to be if you haven't gotten your kids out the room too late you need to either go in the restroom and tell them you'll be back or something because i'm going to get very specific i'm going to use some adult language so i please don't be offended But if I don't tell you all the truth, who in the hell is going to tell you? Some of you have not had a father, and if you did, he did not tell you what men like, especially sexually, so I'm getting ready to do that. First thing you ask a man is, what is your view on sex? Now, for you little freaky women, this is not for you to start getting moist and stuff. This is for you to get in the brother's head, okay? This is not about that. Ask him what is your view on sex. Now, here's some things I want you to be very alert to. Ask him this: How do you feel about a woman that is experienced in the bedroom? If the brother says that's what I like, you are in great shape. If that fool tells you no, you know I don't want a woman that you know um, that's experienced. He's lying because. That's the woman he'll play with, but he'll never marry her. And if that woman is you, you just, you know, I'm warning you. Second thing, ladies, always, never keep secrets from a man. I had a young woman tell me one day. She said, Dr. Young, my mama and my aunt told me never tell a man everything about you. Don't listen to them two helpers. They're going to jack your life up. Here's the truth. Real men can have the truth. And if you get a brother that's going to throw in your face what you told him, now do not confuse throwing in your face with uh, discussing two different things, okay? But when someone says something to beat you up or make you feel bad, that's just an asshole. So stay away from that guy. But when, whenever you talk to a man, tell him the truth. Tell them, you know what, I went through this period in my life when I was promiscuous, or, yes, I've experimented with my sexuality. I, you know, I, I had a, something with a girlfriend or whatever. The other thing is if you have ever slept with a guy he knows, you make sure you tell that man that. And here's why. Men gossip and talk more than women do. Ladies, believe me, here's how this Picture this. Just picture this. You're at the nightclub, you walk up, and here's a guy you had sex with, or uh, you know, oral sex, whatever, but you had sex with this guy. You see him at the club, and it's you and your girlfriends, and he's standing over there with his buddies, you know, two or three guys standing up talking. "I am not making this up. This is the truth on, on everything I love. Here's how we handle you. You walk up,) hey. And we go, hey, ladies, how you doing? Girl, look at you. You look good. Well, hi, and this is Susie, and this is Barbara. And we go, yeah, this is Bob, and this is John. The minute you walk off, here's how the conversation goes between men. Yeah, man, she fine as hell. Yeah, dog, she's a freak. I used to tear that up. That's exactly how we talk about you. If you don't believe that... I promise you I'm a unicorn and I'm wearing an Easter Bunny suit right now, and I am not a unicorn. I damn sure don't have on no furry suit. That is exactly what we do. So always communicate to your man anytime you have slept with a guy that's a friend of his or a friend of a friend of his don't let that come back to bite you because that's going to happen when you meet the brother that you are really feeling and now you've lost your man over some idiot that's immature and putting your business out there. So it's kind of like blackmail. If you put it out there, can't hurt you. You got me? Next thing, in this sexual conversation, talk candidly and ask that man things like, have you had sex recently? If he's a real man, his answer will be, I've been out on some dates. I've had some intimate moments. You know, if the man tells you that, just quit while you're A-A, 'cause because anything more, he'll start so lying. So just ask him, in, and that's another plus sign. That's one of the good marks. You can go, okay, check mark. brother ain't lying to me. Second thing, when you talk about fetishes... Tell ask him what really turns you on. Now, here's how this is going to bless you. First, it is going to take away you losing this dude and having him cheat on you because, and it's going to take away you getting in a relationship you ain't really feeling. If that brother says, you know, I really like, uh, I, I enjoy anal sex, and you know that you're not about to do that, that's when you can pretty much say, all right, really? Wow, and just keep talking and get away from him, right? Or let's say, for instance, that's your thing is his thing. Now you know that, well, all right, well, if you and I get together, that's something that I can give you that you don't have to go elsewhere for. And again, remember I said one of the most consistent things I saw when I did my research was that aside from emotional gratification, people cheated because they felt unfulfilled sexually. Next thing. When asking about these fetishes, ask them, how often do you like to do this? Again, you're checking the temperature in the water. What if he says, "Um, I don't really like to kiss, but I like to kiss on you and I want you kissing on me? You, You know what that means for those of you that are somewhat slow just go and ask someone else to listen to this, and they'll be like, oh, oh, then you'll get it. Just keep looking straight ahead if you don't know. But the point is, ask them these things, because you know for a fact, if you are selfish in the bedroom and you don't like performing fellatio on a man every time you see him, and this is a man that wants that, every time you see him, your relationship is going to crash and burn, because if it starts out, where you cannot be totally open and totally honest about what you like and what he likes, what's the point in going further? For some of you religious uh, folks and you hypocrites that are listening right now and you know who you are, you want to keep this facade of piety and, well, what will he think of me? I'm going to tell you what he will think. He'll think he's not going to call your ass anymore. Because men want women that they connect with. All this old stuff about, well, uh, I have, I'm he's got to pursue me. Let me tell you something, ladies. If you're dealing with a brother that has his stuff together, or you're dealing with, and I'm not saying I'm all that. Please don't think, ladies, I'm in your way trying to trip like that. Well, I'm just being honest with you. I'm not going to pursue you. Now, I will respond and I will show you that I'm interested. I am not going to pursue you. I have a practice, I have my children, I have uh, people that are my friends, I have a damn life. I am not going to chase you. So you need to respond and call me sometimes. You need to send me an uh, an email or a text message. Look for the nature uh, and the level of interaction that this man is looking for because it will bite you in the butt if you're a woman and this is a test that, like when I was telling you guys, you, might wanna, you ladies might want to go to my website and sign them, spend 260 bucks, really learning yourself. One of the tests that I give people is on attachment styles and gender roles and what have you. <laughs> you need to know what is your attachment style. If you are a person that you wake up in the morning and you want to call your man, yeah, and before you go to bed you want to talk to him, and this guy doesn't call you in the morning or call you at night. He may not even be doing anything, but you are going to start tripping. That's going to run him off. Flip side, he needs to do the same thing you're doing and knowing his attachment style. So I'm putting this back. You know, This isn't about uh, you kissing some guy's butt. If anything, what I'm giving you is a roadmap to the psychology of dealing with men and how to keep a man. Now, the other thing is... When people want new experiences and they become curious, which, by the way, is one of the reasons why people cheat, because they get tired of the familiar, don't be the familiar. Do what you can do to change his venue, to change his perspective on life. Now, how do you do that? Really simple. There are times... And I'm not going to say if you have a conservative man, like some of you ladies are married to that brother that he's uncomfortable talking about sex and he's uncomfortable with intimacy. You have to edge him in slightly. And this is also a good uh, measuring stick to know if you need to take off running and kick this fool to the curb too. When you can say, or you go out, uh, let's say on a Saturday date and you go to the beach, and while you're in the car, um, just let him see you're not wearing any panties. If you're if it's night and you're somewhere secluded, perform fellatio on him. Always keep him aware that you have something that he wants. Now, how does that work? And on the flip side, girls, y'all gonna y'all need to all take me to lunch and buy me some peach cobbler for what I'm about to give you. By doing things like that, he will not take you for granted because he's going to have in the back of his head, if he's not spending time with you and somebody gets hold of you, they're going to be getting what he was getting. Mm. Think about it, but it does work. Men do not like complacency. All men, and think about what we do. I don't care if he is a pastor of a church. All men love looking at vaginas we love looking at nipples and boobs and butts, all men. So here's some stuff, and and again, I hope you tell your kids to go to the room, because you need to keep that pubic hair. If you don't, if you don't get waxed, go to the store. There's a clipper called a groom'sman. You can buy the thing for like fifteen to twenty bucks at Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, somewhere like that. You can buy that thing. It has put the number one guard on it. You can trim your hair so low and you don't have to risk, if you're clumsy or something, cutting yourself, you know, because that's not going to be attractive. But keep your pubic hair trim low. Second thing, if you are having panties-off moments with your man and you go to the ladies' room, wash everything. That's right, everything. And I'm not going to be graphic, but everything. Wash it because we don't like men are very funny. And I'm going to tell you, when it comes to sex with your man, girlfriend, don't be scared to tell a dude to go get, uh, go and get in a shower because, you know, when I'm speaking to groups, especially to couples, it, it is always so funny. I spend all this time telling women what they need to do for their men. But, ladies, do not be gun-shy about telling your man to go and watch his genitalia And to uh, take a nice hot shower uh, to make sure, (laughs) this is funny, if y'all haven't had a laugh, I'm going to give you a joke. Uh, I was speaking to a group of women, and it was uh, an intimate group. These ladies flew me in to talk to their book club about relationships and what have you. And this one sister was saying how this man was on his knees praying and I guess he they needed to quit buying cheap toilet paper, you do the math right. And she said, Would you please get up and go wash your ass <laughs> Anyway, I just had to share that. But the truth is, tell your man to give you what he's wanting from you. One reason why men end up cheating and taking you for granted is you are not verbal enough. And especially you introverted ladies, speak up, girls. Stop waiting. On someone to read your mind, he's not going to do it. I promise you, you you'll be sitting there, and that's another reason I'm telling you take that dang test. Call call my office or email me and say, Doctor D, I need to take that Myers Briggs Form Q. If you're an introverted thinking personality, that's a good example. Men perceive you as not being emotional, and, yes, men are always complaining about a woman being emotional till it benefits them, right, like everything else. So make sure that you understand how you communicate or don't communicate. And speak up. Tell him, you know what, I need you to do to me what you're always asking me to do to you. Tell him. Tell him, please, before you touch me down there, would you – Clean and cut your fingernails before we go to bed. I bought you some cologne and I bought you a robe. Why don't you take a shower and put it on? make Give a man subtle hints. oh, you look so nice every time you get a shave and a haircut. I love the way you look right after you had a shave. That's a way of telling a brother that's you know not exactly aware that he needs to groom himself better without stepping on his ego because you know men have egos and yes we do have egos. Next step. On the first to second date for those of you that are single. Ask him what is it that you want from me? What attracted you to me? That is crucial, ladies and you keeping that man from cheating, because whatever he said, that's what you need to keep doing. So if that man told you it was your greens and your fried chicken, you need to cook that food some greens and fried chicken at least once or twice a week. If he said, you know what, when I saw when I saw that butt, don't you let your behind start looking like uh, two big old sacks of bacon or something, you could keep going... T- And Keeping yourself toned, do your lunges, do your squats, keep walking. Another thing that makes a man apathetic and makes him cheat, and, well, I'm not going to say makes him cheat, wrong terminology, will heighten the odds that he will betray you and cheat on you, is attempting to make him jealous. Never, ever, ever make a man jealous. This is where that thing where it says the appearance of sin is worse than sin itself. Men are just like little boys. They do not want anyone playing with their toys. And believe it or not, a man's woman is a walking toy, walking, talking doll that he wants nobody else to touch. So do not engage in conversations with him and his friends unless his friend's uh, significant other happens to be present. As a matter of fact... If you see your man and his friends come in the house, just leave the room. And and I'm not telling you you're a prisoner in your own house. I'm telling you how men think. Most men will never tell you this. Another thing, those of you that participate in social media and Facebook, if you have a man, don't be all hugged up with some dude, especially if this man is about to put If you want him to marry you, here's how you get a ring from a brother, ladies. Real simple. He needs to know that when he cannot count on anyone else, he can count on you, that when he has extra money, you're the person that says, let's put some of this money up. We don't need to spend it all eating and shopping today. Another thing, pay for dinner sometimes. Men that have money, I have money. I make a very decent living. I am not going to date a woman that is always waiting on me to reach in my wallet between this house, uh, you know, I have, I'm in a four-bedroom, 3,000-plus-foot house. Uh, the electric bill, hmm, house note, all of this stuff, I need to know that you can be a partner. I am not looking for a dependent, and that is how most successful men are thinking. They want you to bring something to the table, so don't be scared to show that you have it. And another thing, never throw in his face what you have done for him. If his ass is so unappreciative, that when you do something nice for him, he can't thank you, that's your hint to move around and let him go. So let's do a summary on some things. I said make sure you ask him what he likes. Ask him what he likes physically and in in qualities. If that is not naturally you, make a move. It's not going to work. He is going to cheat on you sooner or later. The other thing, ask him about his fetishes. What does he like sexually and how often does he like it? Sister, if you know for a fact it's a stretch for you to roll down that road with him, leave. He will cheat on you. In other words, infidelity has a whole lot more to do with not having hard, candid, and realistic conversations. Moreover, you can prevent most men from cheating on you if you are aware that when you start dating them, you are naturally what they want. We will tell you. We don't lie. Men are, I hate to say this about brothers, men are pretty stupid. <laughs> you know, we are really simple. And if you get a man that drinks, ladies, I'm not encouraging use of alcohol or weed. Let After he gets a little bit of a buzz, start asking him questions like, well, do you believe in commitment? Do you think it's possible for people to be committed to each other? If his ass says no, that means he is going to cheat on you. Know it, and know it in a hurry. Know it, know it. Don't even risk having yourself get into a situation where you can get your feelings hurt because I promise you, you will definitely, definitely, definitely get your feelings hurt. Next thing, if you can, if you can, take the time to talk to him about his future plans, and ask him, don't, don't even mention yourself. Just say, how do you feel about commitment in marriage? And not to me. Make sure you say those, those, this exactly the way I'm telling you, ladies. How do you feel about commitment in marriage? And not to me, just how do you feel about it? If that brother tells you, I am not thinking about getting married and I don't want a commitment, run. He's not the guy. That is, if you're looking for a commitment. Now, if you're not looking for a commitment, you guys will probably be just fine with each other. But if you're the woman that wants a ring and you want to go down the aisle with this brother, you better ask that question. Ask him about that. Now, here's some simple things to round you out. When you go to a restaurant, look at how he treats the restaurant staff. If he turns into Mr. Big Shot and he's rude or he doesn't tip the waitress or the waiter, run. That's the sign you're dealing with a jerk and an asshole. Men that appreciate people that wait tables will appreciate a woman that's bringing him food when he's sitting on the couch. If he cannot appreciate someone he's paying to serve him, how in the hell is he going to appreciate you serving him for free? Just this, this do the math. Does that make sense to you? Another thing, if he does not open your door, if he doesn't hold your hand, now I am saying all of this can be according to personality. I'm not going to walk around holding your damn hand all the time either. However, there are times that if you reach out for a man to hold your hand and he doesn't, that's a warning sign. You might want to pay very close attention to that. And then going back to these love languages, and I'm going to cap them again for you. This is very important. Physical touch does not mean uh, always grabbing his balls, and that's not what that means. Sometimes just rub your hand on his chest. Lean on him. Um, Men love all sex, but make sure that you do yourself a favor and and say something like i'm going to go get in the shower while you want to join me so that way you don't have to smell as musty behind both of you need to get in the shower make sure that in an intimate moment you are always you keep a, a nice gentle feminine wash don't go in there and come back with a tissue ball in the wrong place cuz that's just nasty but do the things that make a man want to touch you. Again, keep your pubic hair trimmed, if not waxed. Always, if you really want to keep this, brother, we, we love looking at vaginas. Always, when you have an opportunity for us to be able to see your coochie, let us see it, whether that's you bending over reading, sitting in a chair, wearing something short around the house. Now, I'm not telling you to run to the grocery store with your drawers off, all- Anyway, you got the point. Quality time. Get rid of the girlfriends. Spend time with your man. When they call, tell, and and this is a good way to make him put his phone up too. When you go to dinner, make an agreement verbally and say, you know what, we're having dinner with each other. I'll make you a deal. And say it like this. Typically, I'm on my phone, but this is our time. Can we both turn our phones off? Yes, that's right, sister. You have to take the lead sometimes, and it doesn't make you less of a woman or him, less of a man, but quality time is a big deal. Give gifts, but not too damn much. Stop dressing and treating this man like he's your little boy. If you do going to get him a shirt get him a really high-quality one, only do that like once or twice a month. Don't do that every week. Or um, the best gift that you can give a man is something connected to either his hobbies. If he plays golf, you can just go do something like buy him some golf balls. You don't need to go spend a lot of money on a club. Or if the guy likes football or basketball, some you can say, I got tickets for us to go to the game. Yeah, that will make some of these sports fanatic brothers just love you forever. Um, but be very selective and make sure it's a gift that's appropriate. And don't recycle a gift somebody gave of some dude that you bought and now you're going to give it to him because this guy has gone. It's just trifling. Acts of service. When you go to that man's house, when you leave it, it should look like you've been there. And I don't mean coming there being Hattie McDaniel, cleaning up the damn house, but, if you know, don't leave your hair in the sink. Leave the kitchen better than you found it. Help him to make up his bed because I'm not – and I'm going to tell you and I'm going to be talking about this week uh, how women end up with a sorry-ass man and how to avoid that. We're going to have that discussion probably on Wednesday or next Sunday night, so you don't want to miss that show. But acts of service will really make a man notice you and it will make him appreciate you, and that takes you from a cool chick to wifey material. Lastly, words of affirmation. Anyway, with that said, I want you to make sure – that you tune in on Wednesday there's going to be a surprise on that show we're going to go real deep in some things and going into the month of June it is all about women and being happy and being whole and landing the right man and keeping him and ladies I want your participation so you can email me at drd at young or shoot me a note on Facebook also make sure if you are ready to get into a serious, committed relationship, that you go and, uh, to my website and take those diagnostics. It will help you stop recycling these brothers that you need to get the hell up out of your life because, let's face it, if, it's the, if the shoe doesn't fit, don't force it. There's somebody out there for you, and if you are in a relationship with the wrong person, you're making four people miserable. That's right, four people. You, the person you're with and the two people that God had destined you to meet. So with that said, I want you to have an awesome week. Um, Don't settle for less than you deserve in a relationship. And above all, if nobody else loves you, you love you. And know that I love you, and nobody can love you better than me and you. Have an awesome week. Talk to you soon. Bye now.